and welcome to Celebrating Simple Life. I'm Kimberly, and I've been planning parties and incredible events for the past 15 years. I'm passionate about connecting people, making gatherings purposeful, and making the most out of every moment. Join me as we learn together how to find joy, celebrate the simple things in life, use events to grow your business, entertain with purpose, and have a whole lot of fun along the way. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life. excited to let you know that Shine Summit tickets are now available. Shine Summit takes place October 1st, 2020. So you have lots of time to reflect, think about how this event might be exactly what you have been looking for. This is going to be a day that will change your life. If you are an entrepreneur or a leader in your industry, maybe you're dreaming of making changes in your life, you will not want to miss this opportunity. When you take time to invest in you, your business, it it affects all the areas in your life. It benefits your family, your community, and all the relationships around you. I am literally so passionate about connecting people in ways that help them grow, and this Shine Summit is the perfect opportunity for that. I have experienced firsthand how investing in myself and in my business by attending an event such as this can absolutely change the trajectory of your life because it has happened to me. Here's why this is powerful. Life is hard. Business is hard. And some days it honestly doesn't take much to feel like everything is going in a chaotic direction and what is the point of putting in all of the work and effort that running a business and being a leader within your organization takes. But I'm here to tell you, that Shine Summit will not only inspire you and give you all of the feels, you guys, but this Shine Summit is going to give you hands-on, tangible tools that will help directly take your life and your business to the next level. Being surrounded by like-minded individuals and those who have been in their entrepreneurial and business journeys longer uh, than maybe you have is absolutely essential. Hearing from them, hearing their stories, hearing their mistakes, and how they're willing to share their experiences, vulnerability, and really try to help you avoid those same mistakes. We have experts from all over that are going to be coming to share their expertise and to grow together. You will be blown away by our headliner, Sarah Heron. Isn't that the girl from The Bachelor? Why, yes, it sure is. Sarah is a force to be reckoned with, and she has taken her experience of being on a public television show and putting her story out there in the world and taking her disability that she was born with and turning it into something extraordinary. She has an incredible story, an incredible business sense and she is such an inspiring woman and you get to hang out with her and be inspired this summit has been created to surround you with a community of incredible women who will challenge you help you grow and thrive and we want to see you there imagine the energy joy and engaging lessons that you get to be a part of and incorporate those directly into your life and business in ways that are specifically tailored to you We will be talking about leadership, marketing, social media, overcoming adversity, 
reinventing your business in new and unique ways. This is not the type of conference where you are just going to hear speeches and leave with a few notes. If you are struggling in finding your niche to sell more, to organize your finances, or maybe you're even afraid to admit the things that you wish you understood in business, then this is the place for you. This is a summit where you will be challenged to be interactive, to dig deeper in order to achieve the goals that you are dreaming up. Shine Summit is being hosted in the most beautiful event space where everyone attending is there for the same purpose, to shine. These tickets are going to sell out fast and as a listener of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, you are the first to know. Check out shinecollective.ca for all the juicy details. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to read another review from iTunes. The continued support, ratings, reviews, and sharing screenshots of episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories about things that you love about Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, has just made me so happy. I appreciate all of the love and thank you so much for being such a special part of Celebrating Simple Life community. My goal is to connect people in life and business so that we can all live an authentic life and grow together. And when you connect with me through this podcast, it's just a perfect example of this working together. And I just love it so much. So this week's review is from This Old House Market. And they write, Celebrating Simple Life Joy. I was so excited for Monday morning to listen to Kimberly's podcast. You spark so much joy in so many people. I am blessed to know you and follow your journey. There are those people that come into our life and make you a better person, and you are one of those people. I can't wait each week to learn and grow with you. Thank you for sharing your journey. Ah, thank you so much, this old house market. You have encouraged me so much, and it means the absolute world to me. So if you could please email me at Kimberly at CelebratingSimpleLife.com and your special gift will be on its way. Today on this extra special episode of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, I am chatting with one of my besties, Jen. She is my partner in crime for all things Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. And I know you know this about me because I have posted parties and events that we host for premieres and bachelor viewing parties and finales and we have had so many incredible experiences and ways that this reality show has sparked joy. Um, We have picked unique travel destinations that we have gone to because of things we've seen in the show. We've even had some really interesting meetups with some of the cast from these episodes in really unique ways that I can't wait for you to hear about. So stay tuned to hear all about our adventures. And I just want this to be a conversation that you look at and understand how simple things in life and events that come up can be used as ways to celebrate and make life more fun. So stay tuned for this hilarious and fun conversation. Hello, Jen. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? This is going to be fun. Super excited to be here. We have have had so many hilarious and funny and magical bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise moments that we have so many people that are always asking about these parties we throw and how we've had 
run-ins with some of the cast by chance and we just wanted to share with you today all things Bachelor because we've had a pretty exciting life with The Bachelor. We really have. We really have been blessed when it comes to Bachelor Nation, for sure. Their biggest fans, for sure, are right here, right now. You and I in this room, missing two members of our squad, our significant others, our husbands, who are our ride or dies. And would be proud to share it with anybody. They really yeah. would. Yeah. Um, so I want to just give back some history. So we we have we post pictures on our Instagram of some of the parties and the fun things that we do just because, like myself, you are the one person in my life who loves throwing a good party and living it up more than anyone I know. And I think that's why we're such great friends. <laughs> I find I find joy in every detail and any reason to get together is you, a good reason. You do. And I think that's sort of the point of this. I think even for people that are listening who maybe aren't Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise fans, the whole purpose behind why we do these things is because it has really connected our friendship and our families and we were already friends. But this really has just given us something so fun to look forward to many, many times a year. And it's just given us reasons to travel and get together. And we've used that as like a big highlight of our friendship. I think so. And so many people think that, you know, I would have never thought that The Bachelor would be the one thing that would have sparked so many of these things when you and Kevin first started watching it. Right? Not a chance would it have been. So we're going to back this up here because you've brought this up. Kevin and I, so Jen's husband, Kevin, is grew up with my husband, Jesse. So they grew up together and by a beautiful, fortunate of events, they pick these two wonderful women that they decide to marry. And now you and I get to be friends because of marriage. Um, and so... Kevin and I, how, I, I honestly can't even pinpoint this. We're going to have to get Kevin on the show just to like fi finalize these details because that's what he's all about. He'll know the facts to a T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but somehow Kevin and I start watching um, The Bachelorette and The Bachelor years ago. And by watching, we mean we each watch in our own respective homes and text each other while we're watching. So you and Jesse think that we're big losers. Skeptical. And, yeah. Very skeptical <laughs> of the time spent watching The Bachelor at this point. For sure. <laughs> oh, so they think that we are just like wasting our time and we're watching this, but it's already bringing so much joy. I have always loved these types of reality shows just because I think because I've always been in a in my career of event planning, which is fairly high stress and always a lot on the go. And when I am taking downtime and going to just relax and watch TV or do something, I want it to entertain me. I need to feel like I'm transported somewhere else, like I'm not living in my own world. Right. And just easy. Easy. Yeah. Just easy. Exactly. So that is what The Bachelorette always has done for me. It's just felt like an easy thing to watch. I don't have to think about it. Suddenly their lives seem more complicated than mine. And right. it's like somehow like therapy. Right. Anyways. It's an outlet. It's an outlet. So Kevin is watching these shows and we're like in hysterics having these random texting conversations about who we like on the show and like, you know how it goes. And so eventually we get to the point where like we've been trying to convince you and Jesse to like join us in these viewings and you just didn't wish to participate. Without any success. Yeah. And that's fine. So we just kept going on. That is, okay. So we're just going to say we're at Ali Fedotowski and Jake Pavelka's season. So we're in about 2010 here when right. we start watching. 2013 comes around 
And I will let you tell this story here, Jen, from your perspective, because it really didn't happen directly to you, but in fact to Kevin. Right. And this ended up being the game changer. So it was December of 2013, and our family was down in Cabo on a vacation, and our kids were at Kids Club. Um, so Kevin and I were just lounging around the pool, and Kevin's a bit of a planner, so he he wanted to make the a la carte reservation for the day. So I was just I was just lounging, and all of a sudden I see Kevin racing back to me, and he was like, he was in hysterics. He's like, oh my gosh, Jen, I swear on all things Bachelor, Jake Pavelka was just in the lobby. I, I looked at him, who the heck is Jake Pavelka? And he's like, he, he, he's the pilot with United Airlines and he was on Alley season of The Bachelor and I, I just have to meet him. I have to tell Kim. And I'm like, oh boy, like take a breath, take a breath. Like, if I he's, thought George Clooney was coming yes. up to the bar, but like what on earth? He was fangirl, like total fangirl. So we finally went and we, we calmed him down and we, oh. ma- we made a plan. So he figured that he needed to have a little bit of liquid courage to approach. Yeah. Because it wasn't really after that Jake was sitting across the pool from us um, with his girlfriend that was not a bachelor. A bachelor That's family. right. She, okay. she wasn't. And yeah, they were just lounging. So Kev, we entered the pool and he kind of, he just wanted confirmation because I think he was so excited that if this was happening, like... He couldn't actually. We have to make them all We do. Yeah. We, so he kind of lurked around the pool and got closer, <laughs> and he did confirm that it was him. So we did have an encounter with them at the buffet, and there was two older ladies in between Jake and his girlfriend and Kevin and myself, and Kev's like, "These." just couldn't believe that these ladies didn't know who he was and yeah, no you know that's no. <laughs> right he's like I just don't know I just don't know what to say and so I said well this is your chance like we're here this is now the here and now yeah that's right if not now when which is one of our famous sayings also so I'm not exactly sure what he said but he he he, he confirmed yeah. he did he <laughs> are you are you Jake and Jake was nothing but kind. Really, really a short little fellow. Okay. Yeah, he was a, yeah. he was a tiny Tim. Um, and he, he was nothing but kind. And um, Kev said that it was more for you, for his friend Kim, that he needed to have this encounter, uh-huh. which I don't, I don't believe. I feel like it was mutual. Right. I'm happy to take one for the team if that helped his courage. It, it really does. And then so, I mean, Jake engaged with me you know, saying I'm Jake and I just, I wanted it to be Kev's moment. And I, I kindly, <laughs> I kindly informed him that I wasn't certain as to who he was. But can we just hold on here? Which part did the Jake noticing your beautiful oh. perfume scent? That was, was later? That was, that was day two. Okay, continue Jake. on with the buffet then. We'll get to the perfume. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's really all the encounter was. There was, there was a photo op taken, which we have documented on a mug where you and Kevin coffee in my matching mug to Kevin many many mornings of Kevin and Jake and it says on the mug I'll maybe take a picture on my Instagram stories of this because you're gonna want to see this mug and it says will you accept this rose (laughs) (laughs) and it's Kevin and Jake on the resort (laughs) (laughs) looking looking blissful yeah so then again we ran into them at the snack shack on day day two and I mean it's we can talk about this a little bit later on but even though I wasn't aware of who he was it's it's an odd scenario being in a situation with someone that is I mean famous to some degree yes and I would I would 
I would venture to say that I am a pretty confident person, but it does, your your mood does shift and you're thinking, you know, more about the way you're acting. And... Well, and I think like being Canadians, this is something that we've like talked about before. Being right. Canadians, you're like always wanting to be like the sense of polite and like you don't want to be like out there and be annoying. That's always my greatest right. fear when I've met somebody famous many times in my life where you like right. want to play it cool and have them know that you're just like, a regular person and you can just have a normal conversation and you think they as well are a regular person because they are a human being right but because of the level because everybody knows them and they don't know you I think that's where the balance shift happens like everyone knows them does he know you no he doesn't but we For feel sure. like we're old friends because we've watched you've seen TV. a piece of their life and yeah. that's that that's right so we were in the snack shop line and <laughs> whatever I'm trying to play it cool because I kind of shut him down the day yeah. before about not knowing who he was but <laughs> I wanted to make a further connection for you and Kev yeah. and he commented on what t- the scent so you're sweating to death sweating. the pool and somehow yeah. your beautiful aroma yeah. of your perfume is portraying yeah. off of your sweat sweaty body <laughs> so he just he said so what what is that that scent you're wearing and my response was none other than Britney Spears. <laughs> Keeping it, it 100. Did not even know how to. Not Calvin Klein, nothing high end. Just, yeah. just Britney yeah. Spears. So Gucci, I don't know. Prada, <laughs> right. Chanel. Just yeah. plain old Britney. Brit. Plain yeah. old Britney. So I don't know if he ran to the duty free right. and purchased some for his girlfriend or not. If but only if you were a fly on the wall. Or yeah. at Walmart for yeah. 1999. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> So they meet Jake, you guys come home, and obviously you're like messaging me, telling me this story, and then, so from here, this, you're right, this is exactly where the turning point happened. So now, all we needed was for you to have a meet and greet to realize that's what she needed to get engaged. We couldn't lure her in just by watching an episode. Jen needed more. She needed a full interaction. So now this happens. So then, we start watching... I feel like at this point, did we start watching episodes together or did we still not really start yet? We did. We hosted our first um, viewing party right. for Juan Pablo. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So we're at your house. So what we've done is like we take turns. Sometimes we, we live in different cities. So sometimes we drive to your place. Sometimes you guys drive to our place and we like try to fit it in. Bachelor and Bachelorette Nation. If Monday night could be a different night of the week, Mondays, who can drive two to three hours to go visit their friends on a Monday night? Well, we can. We, we, we can. We have. But a Friday night would be really convenient if we could get that lined up in the channel scheduling of the show showing up on a Friday. So we could actually celebrate. And don't weekend. have to take a hiatus from social media. That's right. To find out In order out to the not happenings. know what's happening. So right. we make it work. We do what we can. So we, we came to your house and we had our very first. And this was where you presented me with my mug, was it not? Yeah, this was the presentation of the mug. <laughs> and I believe we had the whole house adorned in Juan Pablo's home country colors. Right. Um, and yeah, it, we always try to theme it. Well, it is. And so what we normally do, so obviously there, we usually throw either a premiere, like kick right. off the season kind of party on the very first night so yep. that we get to see all the contestants, or we'll do a finale where it's like the final thing, will they propose, will they not? And then you've already watched the whole season, but we do the party at the end. 
So I feel like we've always tried to be like super specific in, so we'll like watch the episode. So we've either had a kickoff party together where we know nothing about the season yet. It's the kickoff, but we know who the contestants are and that's how we pick the theme. So obviously picking something like his home country because he wasn't American. Well, right. Was which American, is, but anyways. Which is very unique. Yes. To Bachelor contestants. So we like picked that and did that. And then if we're doing a finale party, we've been able to watch the whole season and we try to pick little ornate details throughout right. the thing. So places they've traveled to on their dates, um, things that have come up, funny sayings, yep. like randomness that just seems to come up or we'll like pick specific details so that each party that we throw isn't just red and roses and bachelor themed we really like to take it a step further the roses are always included of course always can't not as is chris harrison's photo yes in every party that we have ever hosted that's right yeah but everything else is the attention to detail on the bachelor or the bachelor so i will throw out a few posts coming up in the near future where you can see specific details of some of the the party details that we've done and we laugh because literally never in my wildest dreams did I think that this would be something that would sort of like catch on to people around us. So yes, we live in the very middle-esque, middle to west of Canada. There is not bachelor contestants living where we live. Like they, most of them all live in the States. So it's not like we're surrounded by them, but we feel like this is like an international show. People all over the world are watching this show. And so people around us and our friends on social media are seeing us post these pictures and seeing how into it we're getting. And I think that's the point that I'm wanting to get across here is that it became like a contagious almost thing. People are seeing that we're posting. They're seeing how much fun we're having. And it is legit fun. We are not posting this because we're like, oh, look at our cool parties. Not like that. It has literally, we were always friends, but it has literally been one of the things that has like brought our friendship so much closer. A, just because we've spent way more time with you guys, first and foremost, because of all of these parties, finding reasons to hang out. And life's busy. You guys have kids. We have kids. Everyone works full time. Everyone has a life. We live hours apart. We don't even live in the same city where this can like happen in an evening and you just go back home. For sure, or even just like the texting weekly, right? Because of it. Because of it. So it's like fun lead up, fun banter, or you see something hysterical on social media that's pertaining to the season. You have to comment, you have to share it with each other. And it's just been a way to like stay in touch and have like a common denominator of something funny that we really only find funny. You can't send it really to many other people who, who don't. And so anyway, so we start these parties. So then we go back and forth and we host and we like figure out and... Then we decide in, so following Jake Pavelka's season, which then, um, or or you guys meeting, I mean, sorry, not following his season, but you guys meeting him, that following year in 2014 was the Andy Dorfman um, season of The Bachelorette, as well as Chris Solza's um, season of The Bachelorette. He was, Andy sent him away. Yeah. Because she chose Josh, and then he ended up being... The Bachelor. The Bachelor. So that was sort of where it started. So we ended up seeing this cute little place called Deadwood um, in South South Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. And decided, you know what? We need to take this a step further. <laughs> this is next level. This is, this next is an level. opportunity. We are going to go to Deadwood for family vacation. Pack and up the gang. Pack up the gang. Yeah. So we have now branded our vacations <laughs> into a combination of our last names, and we call it Evkert. Yeah. Evans and Wingert and we have these vacations that we go on that have now taken 
a step ahead. We still do our parties, but now this is also another thing we do. So every summer since 2014, we have now taken a family vacation for like a week to 10 days. In a tent, mind you. Tenting. Yeah. Really taking one for the team, if you guys know me at all, (laughs) about the outdoors and camping and comfortability. (laughs) And so we went to Deadwood and it was... It was the best. Like the kids enjoyed every bit of it. Just the gunfights on the street. And I mean, just being in the locations that Chris and Lone Star were at on his <laughs> dates, it kind of just made us feel like, you we know, were, this is one step closer. It is. We were part of the family and it was yeah. super fun. So we like planned this vacation. We did North and South Dakota. That's Deadwood right. being part of the vacation. They did a million other things and it was amazing. But that was sort of how that all started. So now... Um, now each year since then, we continue to have these vacations that are not themed bachelor, bachelorette. No. However, we have randomly been able to sort of pinpoint a few things that have always come up in it. So we had, um, we had, that was, so I guess it was a year ahead, actually. That was 2015 that we did our trip to South Dakota. I think I said 2014. That's right. The summer uh, before. Yeah. Um, and then in 2016, you guys, once again, how am I never a part of these meet and greets? But you guys, tell the story about being down in Vegas. Well, we were down at the Country Music Awards, and we were down with another couple. And they, I had to, to run and go grab a drink or whatever. And I, I was coming out and around the corner, and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm certain that's one of the twins. I am certain that is one of the twins. Mean Emily and Haley. Right. And I I can't actually remember what season they were on first. They've been on numerous seasons of they The have. Bachelor. Up until even just now. Right. Being on Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise, Haley was on. Yes. But so I ran back to, to our group and I was like, I, I just saw one of the twins. And I, let us reflect, who's fangirling now? This is Miss is, Jennifer. I am Kevin. <laughs> like... <laughs> I am. I was totally in it. And I was like, Kevin, I was, you know, take a breath. And they were like, what is going on, Jen? Just take a breath. So I said, I saw one of the twins and like, we have to go meet her. We, we just, we have to. And no one believed me. I don't know why I, I mean, is this another encounter? Like, how could we be this lucky? Right. Yes. In the bachelor world. Keep falling. That's right. So whatever, I made the group get up and we kind of surveyed the area where I was and there was... There was no no luck there. So we went back to our seat and we looked over our shoulder and to the left of us was not only Haley, but Emily as well. Yay! <laughs> Double trouble. So winning is winning. So this is it. This is it now. Like, if not now, when? Again, we need to get up and approach. But again, it goes back to that awkward thing. Like, and I mean, Las Vegas is their hometown. So you would assume that... They'd be, there'd be more familiarity there, you know, but whatever they were walking with a group of two other people and seemed to be unbothered. So you, do you want to, but you have to, yes. If you, if you're a bachelor fan, you just, you're going to grab life by the horns. You just have to, you just have to. Right. So I said, like, you have to speak, you have to speak. And again, going back to the confidence thing, it is, it is me that speaks. It's never, it's never Kevin. It's always me, but. I just, I couldn't. Just clamming up in those high pressure scenarios. It is. And it was just actually, it was the initial engagement. After that, I took on the role. But I I totally threw Kevin under the bus and was like, (laughs) again, he's the fan. Not really me, but I did then kind of throw out the Jake Pavelka meeting and told them the story. And I'm sure that they really 
didn't care. <laughs> of course. But I knew that I wanted a picture and yes. was on my way. Which, so was which able, you got. I was able to obtain that and I was I was super happy. But it again then it's such a it's such a a unique feeling to to meet these people and then you walk away and I guess you have a story to tell after. Oh, totally. At the end of the day, well, so. And so 2016 was like a pretty big year. This right. was also a big turning point in some of the things that we did. So you guys meet Haley and Emily right. and report back and I'm like, oh, once again, again why wasn't again. I there? You know that feeling when you put on your favorite sweater and it feels like home? Like something you could just wear forever? A big hug. Foreverly Yours is a local, amazing company that not only creates sustainable kids and women's apparel, accessories, and organic fabrics, but believes in the customer service and wants every piece of their collection to be something that you will love. The heart of their company believes that everyone should have access to fashionable, sustainable, handmade clothing at an accessible price. Each piece is handmade with love. One of my favorite products are their scrunchies, which I now get to share with my girls. They have such fun patterns and prints and they are always a conversation piece. We even carry their lemon scrunchies exclusively to our nonprofit Cassidy's Lemonade Stands Boutique for Cystic Fibrosis and everyone just loves them. Because all of the products are handmade with love, they are coming up with new prints and patterns all the time. I already know what my next purchase is going to be. It's the You're Making Me Blush Long Sleeve Tee, which will be perfect for fall. And I absolutely love the blush color that it comes in. They even offer free shipping on all orders over $75. And as a valued member of the Celebrating Simple Life community, you get an exclusive code to receive 15% off your entire order. 15% off your entire order. You can get a jump start on your holiday shopping by clicking over to www.foreverlyyours.com and use the code CELEBRATE15 at checkout to receive your discount. That's foreverlyyours.com and use the code CELEBRATE15 because today is a great day to celebrate. Um, but then in the meantime, um, Canada has yes. started now to jump on board That's and right. they had already previously had a season of the bachelor Canada. Right. And had they only had one? I, be I, I, I believe only so. One. So then they decided to have Canada decided to have their first season of the bachelorette right. Canada. So the first female contestant in their thing. So we're not going to throw Canadian media under the bus. No. But when something has already started at a level like The Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. And it's established. It is established. It's been around for many years. Yeah. They've done a really good job of like the way they make the shows. It's like engaging and entertaining and professional and really great. For sure. Sometimes when another media company decides to go in and do a show in a different country, it doesn't always come out in the same kind of way. And it's just a little bit harder to get on board because you're used to it in a certain format. It looks right. a certain way. Canada did theirs a little bit differently. But because we're fans and we are proud Canadians, we wanted to make sure that we gave it our best shot. Didn't want to miss out. Didn't want to miss out. So we watched the season of The Bachelorette Canada with Jasmine, or sorry, yeah, Jasmine yeah, Laura. Jasmine Laura. Yeah. Um, and she was adorable and like the cutest human. And it was such a great season. And the quality was amazing. It was amazing. And we were so hooked. However, during this season, they decided 
to, they obviously were needing to engage fans and needing to engage people to watch because the first season of any show is always trying to build your fan base, I'm imagining. For sure. And so they put out this contest for The Bachelorette Superfan. In the summer. That's right. Yeah. So I think that the season, was it only airing in the fall? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe it was, yeah. Late yeah, August. They had been taping started, it already, sure. but it was going to air in the fall. Yep. So throughout the summer, they started advertising this contest, right. and they were going to be picking one person for every week of the season. So I don't even know. I think it ended up being around eight weeks. Eight, or I think. Eight, I think eight's eight number. Something. So they had eight people that could potentially win, and you could win a spot on being a part of the Bachelorette Canada after show. So you weren't a part of anything to do with the episode or anything like that, but. Like Chris Harrison in years past, they don't really do this anymore, but there used to be this like after show where you would like kind of recap, recap what happened that week on the episode and give your opinion yeah, and thoughts. Just sort of almost like a book club. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a chit chat. Um, and so anyways, they did this for Canada. And so I'm right away like, Jen, we so need to apply to be on this thing. So I put together this whole video and this whole thing. Yep. I tell you, it was a lot of work. It was a montage. It was a whole thing. So first, I don't think the video was first. First, you just had to submit your entry. So I had to like submit online that I like wished to enter. And that was like all that needed to happen. Right. And maybe a reason why you would be considered. So I like wrote a little bit of a story about obviously many things to tell about the history of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And... So submitted that, and then and then there was a second part where you had to submit a video. So then you had to submit a video. So I spent so much time like a- accumulating the photos and different things that all of us had done for our parties right. and things that we had done for our bachelor bachelorette parties just to show how big fans we really were. And then there were this. some questions that you had to include in the video. That's also, right. right. There was like a list of things that had to be included. So I had to make sure that I like recorded little clips of me answering these questions amid right. some photo montage and I made it into this super cute video. It was fabulous by like, the put way. Put it all together. I'll probably maybe tag that somewhere too. Yeah. See if we can bring that out of the woodworks. <laughs> um, and submitted it. So waiting in suspense to like find out, you know how it is. I'm not really. No I'm expectations, not really. really. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm never a contest enterer of like, I mean, first of all, I rarely enter contests. However, the ones that I do, I've like often You've won. Done That's well like with. another <laughs> podcast. A song for another um, time. But I always feel like you can't win if you don't enter. That's true. So you have to put yourself out there and it's vulnerable. It really right. is. This comes back to confidence and vulnerability and submitting a video of yourself talking about something like The Bachelor or Bachelorette and then submitting it to the abyss of wherever, whomever's looking at this. Where does it I end up? who's right. at all seeing who, this. Who is making these And decisions? I was signing away that once I, once I submit this video, they can use it for whatever they want to do. Right. It's out there. It's out there. Right. So anyways, wouldn't you know it? I get the email saying that I have been selected. You are a super fan. I'm a super fan. Lost my mind. Called. First of all, actually, I received the email and first was skeptical. There's a conundrum Yeah. First of all, I was like, is this for real? Right. Like, is this even, I mean, I knew the show was real. I knew it was coming out, but I was like, I got an email. Like, is this really for real? I like called you and said, like, what do you think? Right. Um, but sure enough, replied back, got more details. It was all real. This was all legit. And so I got to bring a guest along with me to Vancouver, <laughs> fly us out there for the weekend. Expenses paid. Expenses paid. And of course, Jen was my ride or die <laughs> for the weekend. And we had so much fun. And so we've ended up a few weeks later flying out to Vancouver 
and we flew out there and well it was actually the anniversary yesterday right yes exactly this weekend yeah this exact weekend and today is monday when the podcast is launching but this whole weekend right now was like the weekend that we were in vancouver in 2016 and so we get to Vancouver and they like had a car pick us up at the airport. Like we honestly felt like we were bachelorette contestants. <laughs> like names on the sign, limo driver, yes. holding it. <laughs> it was the best. And so they pick us up. We drive to this hotel downtown um, Vancouver where they had put us up. Yeah. Um, and part of what I had agreed to in being the bachelorette super fan was that I was supposed to document um parts of our trip even getting from Saskatoon That's to right. Vancouver. That's so right. even in the Saskatoon airport already while we're waiting to board our flight, we're taking some video footage of like, hey, we're leaving Saskatoon, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then when we got to Vancouver, we were like, oh, we should really get photos of us like getting out of this limo town car. Kind of like the contestants. Just like the contestants, right. just to like have that on our video. So it was only the two of us. So one of us had to video. So Jen was gonna video me getting out of the town car. And she gets out first, and I stay in the vehicle so that I can make my grand debut. Looking natural. (laughs) And it had been a day already. We were tired, and we're, like, getting there. And so I see Jen out the window, and she can't see in because the town car is very Very tinted. So I'm not paying attention and don't have my wits about me, and I blast open the limo door, and I absolutely nailed a pedestrian in the kneecap. Smoked them hard down to the ground also captured on video (laughs) so needless to say wherever we are joy and hysterics will follow never a dull moment that started the moment and so from there we were gonna go grab a bite of dinner that night and there was just this like feeling of excitement as we were there because it was like a contest that we won super fun just to go hang out in vancouver and it was a getaway. It was another right. thing to celebrate. It was a getaway. So we checked into the hotel and we were going to go grab a bite to eat just in the lobby because it was like getting kind of late. It was. Like it was late evening. Needed to be ready for the next day, um, which was like the day of... And bright and early. And bright and early. Yeah. yeah. So we are eating our dinner when whom appears. Did you see him? Yeah. Enter the Chad. And if you watch, if you watch The Bachelor at all... He needs no introduction. No introduction. Enters the Chad. And let's just say that his demeanor looked exactly as what we had witnessed on TV. He did not look happy. Less than welcoming. Yeah. He was wearing a ball cap pulled way down and he didn't look very happy. And we knew, so we were already kind of on the lookout for him because we knew that we knew who the people were going to be on the panel with me for the super fan. So they had this after show. One person is the super fan, who is me, the nobody on the panel. Nobody knows I am the super fan. Then they also had people that were famous that yeah. were going to be on the panel. So Jennifer Valentine was the host of the after show, and she is a television host from many years and different things. She used to do breakfast television. There was yep. different things. She's from Toronto. Um, and they also had Jessica Mulrooney, who also needs no introduction. Just lovely. Yeah, she was lovely. Um, and so she flew out from Toronto as well. And then the Chad was going to be on the panel. So we were already anticipating seeing these people. And then the none other most hysterical woman you will ever meet in your entire life, comedian, Deborah DiGiovanni, whom is 
funnier in person than anybody ever You can't met. say her name without laughing. No, she is. She's the best. So, so hysterical yeah. and just such a fun human. Um, and so anyways, these are the people. So we were already on the lookout yeah. wondering, do they put these people at the same hotel as us? Right. Are they staying somewhere else? Like, because I'm the nobody, am I staying here? And they're at, like, the are four yeah. <laughs> What um, are the chances? What are the chances? But anyways, you can continue. In walks the Chad. The Chad. And again, like, not approachable even if you wanted to. The way that he sat, he was slouched over. And by himself. Down. Alone. Right, alone. No plus one. No plus one. Also not a shocker. Based on the opinion that we'd had yes. from The Batch. Just seeing what's on TV, which you never know if that is for real or if that is just made for TV. But it really felt, at that moment, like it was for real. For real, yeah. So, once again, back to a conundrum. Do, do we you approach? approach the unapproachable? <laughs> so, we're texting our husbands as to mm, what like we should do. Making our one phone call. <laughs> Do we approach the Chad? The answer um, is yes. The answer is yes, but we didn't. We didn't. We, we didn't. chickened out be- we only because we just wanted to make sure that the next day while we were taping, things weren't awkward. And we just didn't want to like That's be right. those people. We wanted the day that we were all supposed to be meeting each other to be like the fresh start for the day. Right? That's right. But then we did have some regrets about it after. We did. Yeah, we went back to the hotel and we're like, back to our hotel room and we're like, oh. We should have. We just ah, should have. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was that night. So yep. the next day we had to get up early, but we first got to go and watch. So one of the, um, one of the people that worked for the network, they came to get us That's and right. we went into a different hotel room to view that week's episode of The Bachelor That's at right. Canada. That's right. So we had to be in the know about the show that we were going to be discussing to have the discussion. later on to have the discussion, but this episode hadn't been viewed to the world yet. This right. was the one that was going to be airing that night. So we had to, in secret, watch this episode. So that we super cool know. experience super as a Bachelor cool. fan. <laughs> we really felt like we were getting the inside VIP. And it was fun because the person that worked for the network, yeah. she was like, also into it. So she we were like so chill yeah, and talking so talking about fun. it yeah. and it was really fun. And so from there then we got to go over, it was just around the corner across the street to the actual like network yeah, to the where studio. the studio and where they filmed everything. And they had the green room there and we were the first to get there. We were. And they had the hairstylist and the makeup artist and um it just felt like this just super magical experience of hey like, it was a celebrity like, it's, it's what they would encounter on a daily basis. I had to, and like, pick like, out my outfits ahead of time. You, you had to bring like, a few. Yeah, I had to bring a few. I had to give them different options because they needed to make sure that they were going to look good on camera and that it wasn't too busy or wasn't too not busy. And, and like, if it matched your spray if legs. If it matched my <laughs> spray tan, which is a whole other story. Um, and, yeah, so we got to go in there, did hair and makeup and just hang out. And it was super fun. And then slowly, the other panelists... Enter. Started arriving. Yeah. So was it Deborah that came first? De- Deborah was next yes, on the she list was after us. Yeah. Let's just say she was 
more than hesitant to sit in the makeup and hair chair. Did not want her hair Deborah, or makeup if done. you're listening to this, I feel like you could do a whole entire bit about how hysterical you were about getting your hair and your makeup done because you... I could never tell if you were really not wanting it or is it just hard to turn off the comedy because you are just Well, I think the makeup artist didn't know either. (laughs) And it was so funny. Like, she is just so good at what she does. There's a reason why she is a comedian because she is so funny. And she just sets the tone. Like, it just, it made it so enjoyable. And everyone relaxed once she was in. Yeah, it was great She was just a very, very warm human. It was just, like, super amazing to hang out with her. Yeah, it was. Um, So she came in and then chat. Enter the Chad in his three-piece suit. Yeah, he yep. looked smart. Didn't look bad. Oh, no. He's nope. easy on the eyes. Yep. Good-looking guy. Confident. Very so confident. just enters the room. And went straight for the meat tray <laughs> that was on the table. And again, if you know anything about the Chad, that's what he did it on like, his season. And we weren't sure because I think you and I actually even commented on that when we walked. The green room is a smallish area. Right. So you saw it all when you walked in but they had like food we were kind of there for a long period of time so they had beverages and food and like different trays of stuff just to like eat if you wanted something to eat yeah Yeah. one being a deli tray and sure enough he went straight for the meats which was just like the show so two pieces at a time yeah so now we're checked two he was looking unapproachable and he went for the meat tray and this seemed typical but things are adding up in our deborah in all of her beautiful wisdom Made even the things about him because she was not a Bachelor Bachelorette fan. That was the part that I think I loved the most about it all is that I don't think she had ever watched an episode. And she hadn't, I think, was openly admitting to that, right? And she didn't care. No, didn't care. Like, it was so liberating. Anyway, so yeah, she's, like, talking about him. And if you follow Deborah on Instagram, she likes posting photos of good-looking guys. Lots of men. And making jokes about it and right. it's hysterical and Chad was one of her muses. And for <laughs> and for once he didn't have anything to say. No. <laughs> it was. So everyone's getting touched up and then in flows Jessica Mulrooney right. just as beautiful as ever and she was so warm and kind and not and intimidating at all. No, she was no. she was just absolutely lovely she to talk to. Yeah. Um just a good, a good Canadian woman. Yes, yeah. she was. Yeah, and yeah, she was super nice, and we had a chance to like talk a little bit before, and then now you got to have a unique experience in this because I'm getting hair and makeup done because I'm going to be on the panel up there, and while this is all happening, the crew and the production team are like setting the stage and making sure everything is set up for production, right. but they needed some live bodies to they sit did. and. <laughs> They did. They did. Enter Jen. Right. So I got to actually be the mock contestant right. as well while you were getting yeah. ready. Were you the mock me? I was the mock you. Oh, yeah. You so were. really, it was a, a replay into what you were going to get identical for the real thing, which is super helpful for, to them, I would assume. But yeah, so I got to kind of experience it from both pieces. I got to be, in quotes, on the panel and in the background in the audience and see it from a production standpoint as totally. well. So like super cool. It was. So then amazing. we just got to hang out and there was some like sort of time that was just a waiting game. And so they had a live studio audience for this and it was a very tiny, oh, very yeah. tiny studio that they filmed this in. But there was probably what, fifty people? 
Yeah, I wouldn't say certainly anymore. No, we're sitting in the audience. um, And then the production crew and then the stage. So they had people that obviously somehow were able to get tickets to be in the live studio audience for this. I don't ever know how that all worked out. I don't either. But they were there. And so then the night happened and it was just, honestly, it was like almost one of those out-of-body experiences where I remember it. But it was almost like so surreal while it was happening that I like couldn't believe. And this is live. Right. This was not It's one and done. taped. So this is live and they like had like the commercials, cut to commercials and like the hair and the makeup yeah. would come and like touch you up and do whatever. And it was so fun. And then we just got to talk about The Bachelor. So we, that's what we did. Talked about The Bachelorette and like went through the whole thing. And then after the show, just like kind of said bye to everybody because yeah. we're like, we've now spent hours and hours with these people a full for the day. day a full day yeah. hanging out with them and it was really fun experience and just like we felt like we were all friends we at the yeah. end of it <laughs> not sure if they did but not sure what everyone else is about, but we sure did yeah. and then we just got to spend the weekend like hanging around vancouver so but we did have a chance to follow up with our friendship with chad we did yeah. We did. Yeah, we ran out for dinner and drinks later on that night and yeah. ended up running into him Just on, on like, the, street. the street while we were out there and had a little chit-chat. And and he was so hilarious. He was. And so easy to talk to. He was. He was super nice. So still a little confused as to like how the persona on TV right. and even the things you see on social media, because he really does seem like a really nice guy, but yet then you see things that are posted sometimes. Right. And I mean, if they branded you the villain and that's what you're going off of, right. I guess maybe for some period of time anyways, yes. you have to follow that. But yeah, I would definitely go and say genuine, really nice guy. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So we had an awesome time um, out there and that was just sort of another stepping stone of like, okay, wow. Really cool experiences can happen when you decide that you are going to have fun in your life and being a part of throwing parties and hanging out. And it doesn't matter what it is. These are not high-end wild parties. Like, this is just us hanging out, having a good time, and we take some fun pictures and have a good time. The decor literally comes from the dollar store. And it's a blast no matter what. And so... So then following year of after 2016, 2017, we ended up taking a family trip, all of us again, to Denver. Right. And nothing bachelor, bachelorette related. We were just on a family vacation, but we happened to notice online, we always research the cities that we're going to and different things and try to find fun activities to do that are unique and unique, different. And we usually hit up a baseball game or something because it's summer and ended up going to Coors Field in Denver um, for a game. And... We're just going to hashtag regret. One thing that happened at Coors Field was that we actually ran into Lace. Right. Who is another contestant from the Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise. And we didn't engage. We we froze. We froze. We absolutely froze. My one moment to shine. (laughs) I've been through this. this. I'm going to own this. My one moment to shine and I froze. And it was actually Jesse, my husband, who spotted her. He did. Good on him. Right. Attention to detail is not his thing, but he... Nailed it that day, and we messed that up. And I totally messed it up on me. So anyways, saw her, but we had had looked around and had um, seen some events that were coming up in Denver, and there was this one particular um, bar um, that was actually quite close to Coors Field. Yeah, the View Um, Top. Yeah, the View Top that had um, weekly bachelor bachelorette viewing parties just as a part of their regular thing that they did at their bar because again it's a monday night that it airs so i'm guessing restaurants and bars 
are trying to build up some momentum on a Monday because that would sure. be the it's most It's a popular. reason for people together. Yep. Yep. So they had this super cool um, bar that had like cornhole and like bean bags and yeah. like games and like fun things that you could do outside. So some people brought their like male significant others whom weren't fans of the show. Some were fans of the Some show. Were fans, I'm not yeah. trying to stereotype here. Right. Everyone to each their Majority own. were playing cornhole though. That's right. right. Yeah. And they had these super cool booths and tables and things outside. Yeah. And they had a huge viewing screen outside that was like Massive. watching an outdoor movie. Yeah. And so we got to order these fun rose themed cocktails. It was all bachelor themed the menu. They had the menu all bachelor themed. Yeah. It was super fun. And ended up sitting with a mother daughter yes. uh, duo yes. at um, the table that we were at that night. And James Taylor, not the singer, but a singer. Uh, an aspiring singer. <laughs> aspiring singer, but he was a bachelor, um, bachelorette contestant. He was. Um, and he was the lo- we always loved him on his season because he was so nice and yep. just like seemed like such a good-hearted guy. But he was one of the fans that you could meet that night. So he That's was right. at the event and there was a little meet and greet. He was mingling it. and he was so approachable. He was so approachable. And he even sang for us. He did sing yeah. for us. He played and sang and it was so fun. And it was just like the coolest little event to it be was. at. And we've stayed in touch with our friends, mother, daughter, that we've, the daughter. We, we yeah. really, really have. And maybe one day we'll make a bachelor excursion down. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyways, those types of things, again, Drawing this all back to connection, I feel like I know that for me in my business and in my life, I do things for the purpose of connection. And I think that connection can happen in a million different ways. And I think you have to be open to the idea that when opportunities present themselves and certain things keep coming up, that you need to listen to those things. And for us, that has been throwing these parties and hanging out and making reasons to gather together. Even if something as hilarious as The Bachelor, Bachelorette, which you can take with a grain of salt, it is what it is. For sure. And it's just made, it's just made using our coffee mugs that have Jake Pavelka and Kevin on them. And the Chris Harrison photo cake that you guys brought to our house one year. Donning the raincoat. Right? And like the fun activities that we've done along the way. We've had viewing parties in our hot tub, like watching as if we were like pretending like we're on the show. We made a racetrack out of our front lawn in the snow and hauled each other around in wagons. (laughs) In racing suits. In racing suits. Like there's so many fun things that have come of this. And I guess... I just, I want you, if you're listening to this and thinking, well, you might be thinking, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, to each their own. For us, this is magical, and it has, like, really brought so much joy to our lives. And if you're thinking, wow, how do I go about doing this? It just means starting. You just start something, and you have a friend over to have a glass of wine while you watch an episode of The Bachelor or any other thing that you wanted to be a part of. This doesn't have to be Bachelor, Bachelorette. For us, that's what this is. But just finding ways during the week, on the weekend, in the times where we're heading into winter here where we live, and that is a long, awful season. Awful. Right? And I think we just need to, like, find ways to find joy. So... Thank you, Jen. This has been a slice. We could do probably an individual episode for every single party we've ever done. We could. Right? We could. Yeah. We could. Um, So thank you for being here today and taking the time to recap these amazing magical moments. And I am going to share, like I said, um, 
links in the in the show notes and online for you to look through at some of our pictures of Bachelor Bachelorette. And thank you so much. Thanks for having me. A trip down memory lane was lovely. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life wherever you listen to podcasts. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. Each week, I will pick one review that will be read on the show, and the person who left that review will receive a special gift from me. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life.